world has changed. Here we are. No one would have imagined on March 4th when we walked out of this place, you said, you know, you're not going to have another Wednesday night church service until July 15th. That's how, um, that's how uh, un- unusual things have been. Uh, I do want to welcome you all to our night of prayer. This is, a, I think, a, something that is needed, something that is urgent, especially right now. In, this, in these past 19 weeks, literally the whole world has changed. We have little uh, sheets to, you can follow along. If you, I emailed it out a few hours ago, but if you didn't get it, you can actually have time right now to run back there in the Welcome Center and grab, if you want, grab you a sheet. That way you can follow along. I want to bring attention to a couple of things. I want to welcome our, first of all, our online audience that is uh, praying at home. I appreciate that. And I tell you, if you, uh, you can literally just type out your prayers and share with, um, with those that are watching as well. So it's not just an in-person event. This is an a internet prayer event uh, too. So you can uh, pray, pray with us. What we'll do is you, we literally just uh, go through this service and I'll call up each person to come and pray. Now, when you pray, you can sit, you can stay seated, you can come to the altar. This is not a Bible study. This is, a, this is our time that we get personal with the Lord. It's, it's truly all about Him. Now, there are two places you will see in here that says open prayer. We have a microphone, obviously, here, as well as one right there. If you feel led during that open prayer, you can just go up to the microphone and you can pray for anything you feel led to. So that's uh, there towards the beginning as well towards the end. I want you to bow your head. Close your eyes. God, we come to you tonight. 19 weeks ago, We were last here in this church on Wednesday. God, in this time, a lot of churches have gone out of business. A lot of Christians have dropped out of church. A lot of folks have lost their jobs. Families have fallen apart. People have moved. Literally, the world has changed. In 19 weeks. Lord we as believers. We're here to do business with you. We came with the attitude. That your word says. My house. Will be called. A house. Of prayer. And we cling to that verse. In Luke chapter 19. Lord we. We cry out and we call out. We offer all sorts of prayers. Prayers of thanksgiving, confession. Prayers of, Lord, of healing. Prayers for our leaders. Prayers for the churches. Prayers for folks who get saved. Prayers for revival. Lord, we just, we lay it before you with all the different needs. Lord, for those here in this sanctuary and for those at home, wherever they're at, Lord, this is a call to prayer. When the temple was being built, Ezra 
called the people to pray. They gathered together to call out to you. And Lord, we do that tonight. Lord, I pray that you take away the phones. Lord, you take away the distractions. Lord, remove our minds from wandering off thinking of other things. Lord, I pray that this time is your time. Lord, we're yours. Lana Tipton, will you come forward? Lana's going to read a prayer out of Psalm 51. This is David's prayer of confession. gracious to me, God, according to your faithful love, according to your abundant compassion, blot out my rebellion. Completely wash away my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. For I am conscious of my rebellion and my sin is always before me. Against you, you alone, I have sinned and done this evil in your sight. So you are right when you pass sentence. You are blameless when you judge. Indeed, I was guilty when I was born. I was sinful when my mother conceived me. Surely you desire integrity in the inner self, and you teach me wisdom deep within. Purify me with hyssus, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Turn your face away from my sins and blot out all my guilt. God, create a clean heart for me and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore the joy of your salvation to me and sustain me by giving me a willing spirit. Then I will teach the rebellious your ways and sinners will return to you. Save me from the guilt of bloodshed, God. God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not want a sacrifice, or I would give it. You are not pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifice pleasing to God is a broken spirit. You will not despise a broken and humbled heart, God. In your good pleasure, cause Zion to prosper. Fill the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in righteous sacrifices, whole burnt offerings, then bulls will be offered on your altar. As we begin our time together, we're going to simply take a few moments wherever you're at, in your pew or if you're watching online, and we're going to take a second and give you some, ch- some time that you can get right with the Lord. The Bible tells us that our sin separates us from God. But through the blood of Jesus, we can be made whole. And we can be brought into right relationship with him. And so this evening, before we enter into his presence together, we're going to take a second to, to, to spend a moment between us and the Lord. You can confess any sins, repent from those. Thank him for who he is, his salvation to you. 
And I'll close this in prayer as we move forward. Father, we come before you tonight, broken and humble in spirit. Father, we confess that we have not loved you the way we should. We haven't loved our neighbors as ourselves. Father, we have selfishly gone our own way. And yet, God, you are gracious to pull us back to yourself yet again. Lord, we thank you that through Jesus, we find forgiveness. Our righteousness is not in our own merit, but in yours. And God, we praise you for that. Lord, now as we come together and, and pray over the many needs of our land, our city, our church, Father, we pray that we would experience you, that we would feel your spirit move and speak among us, in a new and a fresh way. God, we love you. We praise you for who you are. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, one of the beautiful things about that psalm that we just read, Psalm 51, that was David's confession after his adulterous affair with Bathsheba. But one of the things that always strikes me about that story is that when David is confronted with his sin, he doesn't try to deal with it himself. He just falls flat on his face and says, oh God, I am a sinful man. So this evening, we're going to sing a song that I think most of you are familiar with. But I pray that it takes on maybe a little bit of a new light for you. You can stay where you're at. The words will be on the screen. You can sing with those if you want, or you can sit and reflect and pray. Whatever you feel like you need to do in this moment. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to Please. 
Lord, we thank you that your word promises us that you are faithful through the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, to make us clean, to make us whole. Father, that our sins are washed white as snow, though they be like scarlet. God, we love you. We praise you for who you are. We thank you for the salvation that we find in your grace and your mercy. It's in Jesus' precious name. Amen. You need a vaccine. David Humlong, will you come pray for one? Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this privilege and this honor to come together tonight as brothers and sisters in Christ to come before your throne with these petitions. Father, we know that David in Psalm wrote that he cried out to you for help and you gave him healing. Father, James says, if any among you suffer, let them pray. And if any of you are cheerful, let them give praise to you. And Father, tonight we just give you all the praise. Honor and glory, Father, is our creator, the creator of all things. Father, you know our innermost thoughts. You knew us before we were knitted together in the womb. You know every hair on our head, every sparrow that falls from the sky. Lord, we thank you that you know us and that you provided a way that we can know you. Father, we know that these bodies are miracles, that they're made of dust, but Father, that through your Holy Spirit that lives in us, we have purpose and value. Father, we know that we were bought with a price and, Father, that we have value in your sight, that we know your Son. Father, in your word, there talk of healings. Father, we know in Ezekiel and Revelation, there's a, a tree, a tree of life that has 12 fruits, and its leaves are used for the healing of nations. Father, Jeremiah writes of the healing balm of Gilead. Lord, we know the account intimately of where Jesus mixed his own saliva with the clay and applied it to the eyes of the blind man and gave him sight. Lord, we know of the woman who was ill, and through her faith, Lord, in Jesus, she touched his garment and was made whole again. So, Lord, it's with that faith that we come tonight. And, Father, we ask that your will be done with a cure for this disease. Lord, we know that you're the maker of all things, Lord, and that you know you have put all the answers here for us, but it's only by your grace and by your will that those answers be revealed to men. Solomon wrote that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. We know there are many wise physicians and scientists around this world who are looking for that answer, looking for that cure. And, Lord, we just uh, ask that if it be your will, that you would reveal that answer to man. Lord, I would ask that whoever that person or that company that finds that cure, if it be your will, Father, if they be a believer, that they give you all praise and honor and glory. And, Lord, if they are not a believer, if they don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that that cure will come in such a miraculous way 
that mankind will look to you and say there's no other way than but by God. Father, we thank you for that. And Lord, as Jesus prayed in the garden, not our will, but your will be done. Father, as we await a cure or vaccine, we know, Father, that we can have comfort in you and knowing that you take care of us. Solomon also wrote that a joyous heart is good medicine. So, Father, let us give thanks tonight for our salvation through Jesus, through your care for us, our love for us. We thank you for those that are working to care for the sick and those that are looking for a cure. Ask your blessing upon them, and may your will be done. In Jesus' precious and holy name, amen. Our nation needs spiritual leadership. Todd Ott, will you come pray for our president? Pray for this nation, the direction we're going. Father, we, uh, we agreed to assemble tonight with each other, but we agreed to assemble with you. We thank you that you would call us to, to this evening of prayer. As we raise our nation, as we raise our leadership, specifically as we raise our president, Father, forgive us, for we have indeed, as a nation and as a people of this nation, have, have degenerated into an idolatry of self, and, and we confess that and ask for forgiveness. We confess that... that in the policies of our collectives, we have taken what you have called sacred and, and, and turned it into civil ordinance and by civil ordinance inverted it. What is right is wrong and wrong is right. And Father, we confess that we have failed you in your revealed will for us. The spirit of our culture, Father, is, a, is not a spirit that is overwhelmed with awe of you. And we confess that we have, we have strayed from your lordship in our lives. We have... We have a double-mindedness in our piety. And, Father, we have failed in accountability. And all these things, Father, we, we confess and, and ask your forgiveness for us as an individual people and as a nation. Father, we ask that you inspire us, inspire us with a, a measure of humility before you, that as a nation that we would take a knee and honor you as our Lord, honor your Son as our Savior not just as a whole as a nation but as individual men and women of the nation that each in our own families each in our own homes would would come before you with a piety and a devotion and a vigilant patience that you would transform us to act justly to love mercy and to walk humbly with you father as a nation we ask that you cultivate within us a, a, a reverential awe of you that would lead us to return to you again as individual people that compose our families that form our cities that worship in our congregations that form our states and that 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 create a, a union of a nation that would follow you we ask that you lead us as we look to each other and value each other as you value each of us father we ask that within the church of this nation. We know that there are many outside the church, but judgment begins in the house of the Lord. We ask that you 
that you inspire us, that you cultivate within us a bond of Christ-likeness, a, a secure bond of Christ-likeness in service. Father, again, this doesn't, this is, lead us not to look for this, some, some revival outside of us. Lead us to look for a transformation within our own hearts that each of us in the quiet of our own hours would come to you and then collectively assemble in your presence as a holy assembly. Father, lastly, we would lift our president. Uh, every nation has its leader and you have given us the leaders that we have had in our history. You have given us the leader that we have now. We know that every president faces his challenges, faces uh, just insurmountable odds, some self-made, some inherited, some thrust upon him. We ask that you inspire this president for us, that you would take President Trump and use him as your instrument and f inspire him to stand strong in the face of the spiritual battle that this nation faces, to see what see not just beyond the veil of what is visible into the spirit that is beneath it that has in, that, that has, has groomed such a vulgar and rebellious people give him vision give him eyes and give him strength to stand father we lift this nation it's a nation that you providentially created and a nation that we are grateful for a nation that we would, we would desire to see stand, but not on its own, to stand in you. So bring to us, Father, bring to us a nation of people that would stand in the name of Christ. It's in that name of Christ we pray. Amen. Revival is when you take something that's dead and it's revived again. Churches, our church, Christians are in great need of revival. Brother Hurd, will you come forward? And we cry to God for revival. Let us continue in our prayer. Holy Father, as we bow before you this evening, we realize the seriousness of this gathering tonight. We realize the great need of this gathering tonight. And as we come together, we realize to some degree the great power that the true and the living God has. And Father, we come to ask that power to be spread among us and across our nation to heal our land. Father, we are not worthy to ask that of you tonight because we're not always as close to you 
and is obedient and submissive unto you. But we know our Father with the psalmist of old. When we come with broken hearts, that mountains can be moved and miraculous things can begin to happen. And Holy Father, we bow before you, confessing those sins, acknowledging them, and to ask you for a revival, a spiritual awakening in our land. Father, we have many idols. We have shamed your name as a nation. We are guilty of murdering millions of innocent children. We are guilty of so many sins and transgressions against you. But God, you are a merciful God. You give us your word unto us, directing us how that we can pray and seek your face and know that you will hear and answer and give revival in our land. You tell us, our Father, in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, if my people, Father, that's us. That's the ones that have been washed in your son's precious blood. We are the ones, Lord, that hold the key to come before you in repentance and faith and trust. And you tell us, Lord, and we are guilty of neglecting this, but you tell us, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek your face, and turn from our wicked ways that ye will heal our land. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Holy Father, we come tonight crying out as your people. Help us, Lord, to truly be humble before you. God, we come seeking your face. Help us to see you in all of your glory. Help us to see your majesty and your mightiness. And to see you the one that so love the world, even in all of our wickedness, Lord, that you would send your only begotten Son to die on Calvary's cross for us. 
Oh, Father, that love, that concern that you have not only for this little group tonight, but for all the peoples of the world. Help us to see your heart tonight, Lord, of how that you must, must ache within to see us as we run after our own ways rather than seeking yours. Help us to humble ourselves before you. Confess our sins and pray and then turn, Lord. May this not just be a, a, a talking about it, but Lord, help us break us and mold us and help us to turn, Lord, seeking your face. Turn from our wicked ways and then to claim that promise that you will forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Cleanse our land from our sins that we might see revival fires burn. Father, we read in history of the great spiritual awakenings, those times whenever you moved across this land, across our world. And Father, it seems that we're in those dire needs today. And Father, it seems that you are speaking to us, that you lack the times of old, Lord, when your people drifted so far, rebelled against you, built their idols, and offered human sacrifices, Lord, that you sent, you sent something in that day and time to get your people's attention to turn back to you. And we pray, God, that we might see this again. And revival fires might not only burn here in this nation, but out across the world. You said you so loved the world that you sent your son. Break us, mold us, mend us, and make us to be instruments in your hands that you can use to bring glory unto your precious name again. Father, we love you and we thank you for loving us. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Nineteen weeks ago, many families were happy and were together. And then all of a sudden, coronavirus hit them and they have buried. There's been loss. There's just been brokenness and hurt. Megan Miller, you come forward and pray for the families that have been hurt, devastated by the coronavirus.
Lord, we just continue to pray to you, Lord, tonight. And I just want to lift up those that have lost loved ones to this terrible coronavirus, Lord. Um, I'm sure the loss was, you know, it was unexpected. They didn't know that their grandmother or parent was going to contract this virus, Lord. So I just, I feel for them for having to watch a loved one battle this and then lose their family member, Lord. And I pray that their loved one knew the Lord and had a relationship with the Lord, you know, with, you know, had asked you to come into their lives and to be in their heart and that they are now in heaven with you, Lord. Uh, that would be peace, you know, help this, the people that are left here on earth to have a peace knowing that their loved one was with you, is living with you now in heaven. And Lord, I just pray that you embrace them with your loving arms and give them a peace and comfort that only you can provide to help them get through each day with the heartache that they're now facing with not having their loved one here. And I pray that you put people, people in their path to help support them and um, meet a need that they may have now that um, their loved one has passed. And I ask these things in your name. Amen. Every day our governor, Governor Bashir, gives an update on how things are going on in the state. We need to be lifting him up. Jim Sivarth, will you come forward? We want to pray for the state of Kentucky. Pray for our governor. Let us go before the throne. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time, Father, that we may come to you and to hear and to raise our concerns, our, our everything to you, Father. And we ask that your hand be upon not only the prayers that are mentioned here, but all those that are listening on in the internet, that you will guide and direct us all according to your will. We ask that will be also directed towards our governor, whose, whose challenges are are mighty and, and, the, and the answers are few, Father, and they can only come from you. I ask that you be with our leaders, that you guide and direct them and use them to, according to your will and that they are taking their time each day to talk to you and to listen to what you're, what they're, what you're saying to them, Father. I'm afraid, Father, that a lot of our leaders will hear things, but they don't listen. And I pray that your hand will be upon them, that they do hear that listening that is so desperately needed during these trying times, Father. I pray that you'll guide and direct them and grow, help them to grow closer to you. And through that, our state will grow and become the state that you would have it to be, Father, and that we will all be closer to you in all things. And I pray that each day as they go throughout their day, that you will guide and direct them and they will, will glorify you in all things, Father. And now as we prepare for the rest of this, this evening, Father, I I lay this prayer at the foot of your throne and ask this all in your son's precious, precious name and for his holy sake, praising our sweet Jesus. Amen. I have a scripture verse I want to put up here on the board. It's James 5, 16. This verse reminds us the power of prayer. When we, failed, when we fail to pray, we're failing to experience God's power in our life. Look what it says, James 5, 16. Therefore, confess your sins to one another 
and pray for one another. That's intercession prayer when we're praying for other folks. So that you may be healed. God heals because we pray. The prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. God hears the prayers of the righteous. I'm going to ask our righteous people. We're going to enter a time of open prayer. We have a microphone right there that's turned on and one up here. You can create a line. If you feel led, maybe you didn't come here prepared to pray, but God has placed something in your heart. There's someone you need to lift up to the Lord. This is your time for you to go to these microphones and you bring your request to the Lord. Father God, I thank you so much for the chance to be in your house tonight. Father, it's a privilege. Father, I'm convicted by your word. Father, I'm a sinner. I've allowed my heart to be hardened by so many things that are going on right now in our world. And Father, I just confess this to you. I ask for your forgiveness. I ask this on behalf of all of us, Lord. We've we've all failed you. And like Paul said, sinners I am chief Lord help us to realize how blessed we are Father I just pray for a hedge of protection around our young ones Lord it's uh, it's troubled waters we navigate now there's so much turmoil in the world so many different things that we're praying for tonight and Father our children they're affected by these things they see the TV they hear the radio they see mom and dad talking about these things and and lord they're following our lead and i just pray uh, that we are godly parents that we comport ourselves with with grace that is given to us by you for wisdom that only you can impart and for the peace that you give us that surpasses all understanding lord help us to show these things to our children it's so important because, Lord, they're learning from us. And they are um, the next generation of Christians that will take up the mantle and continue the crusade, Father. And I just pray that, uh, that they gain the wisdom they need to to filter out what's right and what's wrong. And, uh, Lord, that is our job as parents. And I just pray for all of us who are in that role grandparents as well. Father, just help us to be the godly role model in their lives that they need and so that they may learn from us rather than what the world teaches. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Father God, we are weak, we are helpless, we feel defeated, we feel isolated, 
we feel that God we've been relegated to the back dear God we ask of you one thing this evening that restore the fear of God in our hearts because where the fear of God is not is in our hearts Lord we will not be able to save you right to be honest Lord the truth is that we have not been living right because even in this church Lord we have been fighting against each other there has been a lot of hate there have been a lot of people don't want to see others they don't want to talk to others Lord people don't want to work together with others father people have not really lived up to we have not really lived up to the standard that we're supposed to live Lord we have really betrayed you we have despised you we have turned our backs away from you and we need you let the fear of God oh God reign in our hearts and Holy Spirit will pray that you will move amongst us move in this church move and touch each and every heart oh God that everybody who calls his or her name Christian and is a member in this church not only this limited but in the whole wide world that of this truth Holy Spirit we ask that you will move and invade the hearts of your people God and and cause them to rise up oh God even in times like this to walk for you to stand oh God without giving up to stand on the living word heavenly father the tribulation is too much a lot of confusion in our churches God we cannot cheer up because God we are powerless and today is all about you this is your time reign take it all and do it in your own way we want to be revived people in you we want to be people oh God that will not only profess will not only live by lip service but God we will live it practically and applicable it also the way you want it to be God come back oh God and take your place in this church come back and take your place oh God in our hearts reign oh God let there be orderliness in our church oh God let there be love oh God let peace reign let let brotherly love reign in our church oh God and take away the spirit of division the spirit of hate and take away oh God that venom that the devil has sowed in our church oh God and has also blind our eyes spiritually that it does not matter and that we do not see Lord we have failed you we need you forgive us oh God and come and rescue your church in Jesus mighty name amen Lord, I also want to continue to pray and praise your name because the scripture that Pastor Osmond read in James 5.16 that talks about healing and you answering prayers is 100% true. And I just want to praise your name and thank you for answering prayers this summer related to my son Sullivan's health. And Brother Heard and church members and family all prayed and you answered our prayers and I'm thankful and I just want to praise your name and give you all the glory and I also want to pray for other children that are battling different sicknesses and diseases um, 
we saw several severe children, you know, severe illnesses that children were facing. We were um, in the Cincinnati Children's Hospital, and I know they're in hospitals all around the world, Lord. And I just pray for these children. And I also pray for their parents that are concerned and worried for their children. I pray that you um, comfort them and um, that they turn to you for um, guidance and wisdom and peace with handling these situations. In Jesus' name, amen. We live in a college town. One out of ten people in this city are college students. People come to this city. They're thinking about school, partying, doing all sorts of whatever UK has to offer. But they need Jesus. Miss Sandy Clore, do you come pray for the college students here in our city? Will you pray with me, please? Father, we lift you up as our Savior and Creator. We honor and praise your name. Thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for your unconditional love and forgiveness for each one of us. We as the body of Christ want to lift up college students to you. Some will be leaving home for the first time when they get frustrated and everything, may they hear Chris's, Chris Wright's voice on the phone, on, in the internet, calling them to join a group of like-minded students searching, students that are searching. May Chris's influence lead them to you for salvation and peace. Will you put a hedge of protection around all college students to keep them safe and on the right track? Draw students to yourself. Speak into their lives. Use us as the body of Christ to love on them and to pray for them. The presidents and leaders and professors will have great influence on the students. Will you be in their meetings and their thoughts as they make important decisions that will affect each student. Thank you that you are in control of everything. Thank you for hearing our hearts, Lord. We need you. Because you live, Lord, we can each face tomorrow. In Jesus' name. Our city is right here in the middle of the bluegrass. Our mayor is Ms. Linda Gordon. She has to make decisions every day that impacts us. We need to be lifting her up to the Lord and praying for our city, that our church would be a light and for the churches here. Ms. Brenda Farm, will you come forward and pray for the city of Lexington?
bow your heads, please. Father, I want to thank you for this time that we have to come together to lift all of these issues up to you because we know that your hand is on each one of them and that you can do miracles that we have no idea that are, even exist. Father, I, I just thank you for this opportunity to um, talk about this beautiful city and the mayor Miss Linda Gordon, she speaks so softly, yet we know there's strength inside her. Father, I pray that she seeks her counsel from you. I pray that you will give her strength and understanding of the city's needs. And I, will, I pray that you will give her peace, Lord, in her decisions, and that you will give her joy. Father, I lift up also the city council, which she leads. I pray that they will be able to lead this city in the way that it needs to go. And I, Father, if these people do not know you as their Lord and Savior, I just pray that they would open their hearts and have, have you come in. Father, I also lift up the police because their job is so hard and harder than we can even imagine. Father, I'm so proud of the way that the mayor and the police handled the protests that were downtown recently. Because of their bravery and their dignity, I think we saw more peaceful protests than maybe we would have otherwise. And I thank you for that, Lord, because I know your hand is on everything. And Father, I pray that you would help us to be good citizens. Help us to do what is right for our city. Help us to follow the laws. And help us to do it without prejudice. Father, I know that our city is full of lost people. I pray that you would help us to be beacons of your love and your humility. Help us, Father, to reach out to these people. Give us the opportunities and give us the words to speak to these people. Help us, Lord, to temper our words, still our tongues. Let us not hurt others carelessly. Let us think before we speak. Let us be kind. Lord, I want to lift up this beautiful church and our pastors. I know this is just a building, but it's filled with so much love. And I just have so much gratitude to be a member here. Father, I'm so proud that we are children of God, your children. Thank you for that. Father, I thank you for your son, Jesus, and for being the same yesterday, today, and always. In this time, of un it, it seems that there's just lies and lies, and, and it's hard to know what to believe anymore. But you're always the same. And for that, I'm so thankful. You are the only constant in our lives. You are our only hope. Father, I pray that our actions reflect you in all that we do, in all that we say. Father, you tell us in the scriptures that where one or more are gathered in your name, you will be there also. 
I claim that promise tonight, Lord, because I think that your Holy Spirit has been here among us tonight as we lift up all these, these issues to you. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you, Lord, for showing us the way. Keep us in your will. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God created the races. In the book of Genesis, in many ways we're in a race war. We need to be lifting up to the Lord for, and asking for racial reconciliation. Ray Vasco, you come forward and pray for this. Before I pray, I'd like to read some scriptures that I looked up as pastor asked me to pray for this very sensitive issue in our, in our society. James 3, 1 through 12 talks about the tongue. It says, not many should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we will receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is mature, able also to control the whole body. Now, if we put bits into a mouth, the mouths of horses so they, omit, so they may obey us, we direct their whole bodies. And consider ships. Though very large and driven by fierce winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So, too, though the tongue is a small part of the body, it boasts great things. Consider how a small fire sets ablaze a large forest. And the tongue is a fire, the tongue a word of unrighteousness is placed among our members. A world of unrighteousness, excuse me, is placed among our members. It stains the whole body, sets the course of life on fire, and is, is itself set on fire by hell. Every kind of animal, bird, reptile, and fish is, tame, is tamed and has been tamed by humankind, but no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongue we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in God's likeness. Blessing and cursing come out of the same mouth. My brothers and sisters, this shall not be so. Does a spring pour, pour out sweet and bitter water at the same opening? And can a fig, fig tree produce olives? My brothers and sisters, or a grapevine produce, produce figs? Neither can a saltwater spring yield fresh water. Father, I pray for our tongues. Father, our tongues are an outward expression of what's also in our hearts. So I pray for our hearts, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that you would change the heart of man in this country. Start with me, Father. Start with me. And, I, and Father, I pray against the enemy of Satan. They would seek to rob, steal, and destroy by using our words against one another. Father, you fearfully and wonderfully made each of us. And Father, I pray that you would remove the scales from our eyes, Father, that we may see the truth, not the lies and deceitfulness that the enemy seeks to plant within our heart, Father. But provide us truth, Lord God. Help us to love one another, Father. And Lord, I close with this. In Romans 12, you said, Let love be without hypocrisy, detest evil, Cling to what is good. Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Take the lead in honoring one another. 
Do not lack diligence and zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Share with the saints in their needs. Pursue hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Do not repay, one another. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Give careful thought to what is honorable in everyone's eyes. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Friends, do not avenge yourselves. Instead, leave room for God's wrath, because it is written, Vengeance belongs to me. It will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For in so doing, you will be heaping fiery coals on his head. Do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. Father, thank you for the opportunity to speak tonight. To be here amongst my brothers and sisters, it's good to be back home. And Father, we just lift up our, our city, our state, our nation. We need healing, Lord. Heal us, Lord. Help us to see those that that have struggled with things that we don't understand or have never experienced, Lord God. Help us to have compassion for those, those that have lost their lives, Father, in the face of discrimination. Lord, you've created us all equal in the image of yourself. One nation, Father, under God. Be with us, Lord. Walk with us. Carry us, Jesus, through this time that we face. All glory and honor be yours, Father. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Children have not been in school since March. There's a national debate going on whether or not to send children to school next month. We need to be praying for families, praying for schools, praying for children and teenagers. Miss Susan Smith, will you come forward and pray for these requests? I wanted to share first from Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I praise you for your sovereignty. I know that we can rest in the fact that you are in control, even though uh, the world seems on its end right now. We just know that you are in control. Lord, I lift up um, our superintendent and all our decision makers. I pray that there are Christian leaders in this group and that they are seeking your counsel in decision making. Lord, give them wisdom and increase their influences that decision made, decisions made for school would be determined by faith and not by fear. Lord, for our administrators, teachers, and staff, Lord, we know that school is going to start probably at the end of August. We don't know what it will look like, Lord. We don't know whether it will be in person, online, a split schedule, but we know that you know. Lord, I pray for patience for all of our teachers and staff. 
when technology fails, when children don't show up, when schedules change. Lord, just please give them creativity and energy to handle whatever situations they face and give them flexibility to handle the changes that are surely to come. Lord, I pray for the protection of the health of teachers and their staff. Please help them to not be fearful. Please protect their families and give them peace. Lord, I lift up parents. This is such a difficult time and decisions have to be made. I just pray, pray that you will give parents wisdom to make the best decisions for their children. And Lord, I know that there are many who won't have choices based on the circumstances they live in. I pray that they will seek resources needed to help their children. I pray that you will protect parents and families, protect their children, and give them your peace. Father, I lift up our students. I pray that you will be with them, all students, from pre-K through college. These are such uncertain times, and there is so much to be gained from being in school besides academics. Lord, I pray for the children who may be hungry or in dangerous situations in their homes. Please protect them from harm. I pray for children who desperately need to engage with people outside their home. Give their parents wisdom and the means to provide social opportunities for them. Father, I lift up students who struggle academically in a normal situation, who need extra support for speech and OT and PT and learning disabilities. Lord, I pray that you will give teachers the creativity to help these students not fall further behind. Lord, I lift up our high schoolers and college students who have missed out on such exciting life milestones. I pray that they will have fulfilling experiences through academics, sports, music, special events, and normal times with their friends. God, I believe you are Lord of all. You are sovereign. Please increase our faith to trust you in all circumstances and bring us peace. In your holy name I pray. Amen. past 19 weeks, millions of Americans have lost their jobs. On March 4th, they were at work, and now they're unemployed looking for a job. Nathan Miller, will you come pray for the jobs, the economy, and the families that are hurting from this? Lord, uh, right now, um, unemployment is at record, record highs, Lord, highest that we've um, seen in, in a long time. Uh, people are out of, out of their jobs. Um, sometimes it's, uh, it's hard to imagine. Lord, I want to pray for uh, those that have lost their jobs, those who are looking for their jobs. Pray for employers and employees. Tonight, Lord, those who have lost their jobs, I pray um, they're living on unemployment right now. That unemployment is, is about to run out. Um, I know a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck, and uh, this COVID crisis has affected um, a, lot of, a lot of people on the low-income level, Lord. I pray that um, you'll help them to, to use those limited dollars that they have 
Um, just pray that they'll be resourceful with them, Lord. Um, that's hard. We live, everything's are expensive. And uh, life costs a lot of money. So I pray that you will, you will help them to, to extend that money that they have and uh, use it wisely. Pray that they'll have faith that, uh, that as they find their job, Lord, that um, it'll come at the right time. Lord, I pray that uh, while they're still looking for their jobs, that they will take advantage of the time that they have with their families um, to draw closer to you um, and that they will know that in, in due time, um, a job will, will, uh, will arrive. Right now, I pray uh, as they're looking for the jobs, Lord, that the, the right doors will open um, and that the wrong ones will close. Uh, Lord, we all have God-given gifts. Um, and I know sometimes finding the right job can be uh, hard. Uh, but I pray that you will match the right employers up with the right people looking for those jobs, Lord. For people that have their, that have not lost their jobs and that have uh, employment, Lord, I pray that you will um, just be in, in the workforce, Lord. Help us to be uh, sensitive to others. Um, I know there's a lot of political unrest with wearing the masks and, and, uh, and not wearing them, Lord, but I pray that you'll be sensitive uh, in the workplace. Help us to witness to others, Lord. There's a lot of uh, hardships, a lot of death uh, that is, has gone on in the last 19 weeks, Lord. Help us to witness to others. Use our jobs, Lord, to, uh, to help others to find you. Lord, for the employers, uh, Lord, owners, business owners, managers, I pray that uh, you will help us to put God first uh, in, in decisions that are made. Um, I pray that uh, you'll use the people uh, that have been put into power, Lord, um, to do your will. Lord, we know this, this whole COVID crisis is in your hands. Um, help us to, to continue to trust you um, with our jobs, with our families. In Jesus' name, amen. When Jesus left the earth, he says he was coming back again. At any moment, Jesus Christ could return. Innocent Ketty, will you come forward as we pray and we long and we wait for the second coming of Christ. Before we pray, I would like us to take a song.
Father, we thank you because you are a faithful God. Father, you didn't leave us without a promise. Lord, when you finished your earthly ministry and you were ascending to heaven, Father, even before you, you ascended to heaven, you told your disciples you were going to prepare a place and that you will come back to take us to go and be with you. Father, we pray that, Lord, you will help us to live our lives as a people who know where they are going, who know where they, will go, they are going to be. Lord, that we'll be ready at all times, waiting, because we know that your promises stand forever. Oh God, we know in our world there are many distractions, many things, oh God, that are trying to distract people and turn people away from coming to you and turning even those, oh God, who were once in the church, they are being turned away, oh God, because of distractions and all kinds of things that are going on in the world. Father, we want to pray, King of glory, that Lord, you, oh God, you will help us to stand firm, help us to stand strong, help us to live our lives watching and waiting because we know that one day you will come. Father, we do not know when you will come. Your word says you will come as a thief as at night. Father, we do not want to know, but we just want to be sure that we are in the right standing with you so that when you come back, Lord, we will not be left. We will not be left, oh God, aside, but we will be one of those that will be raptured. Father, help the church, help each and every one of us, O King of glory, not to give in to the pressures there are many pressures out there. Oh God, forces of darkness that are doing everything to see that many fall from the faith. Father, we pray, King of glory, that your children, oh God, will, be resist, will, will resist the enemy, will be resilient, will stand, oh God, so that when you come, you will find us like the virgins, the ten virgins, you will find us like those who had oil in their limes and who were waiting for you. We pray that we will not be like the foolish virgins. That our limes will not run out. Our oil will not run out. Oh God, help us to continue to fan the, the flames in our lives. Father, help us to go about your business. Turning others unto you because your word says... That he who turns many unto righteousness is wise. We do not just want to be Christians in the church. We do not just want to be in the four walls. Father, we want to be out there sharing your word, witnessing and winning souls for you. So that many will be ready 
for your second coming. Father, some do not even know you are coming back. Some do not even know what to do to be sure that when you come back, they will be one of those that will be raptured. Father, it is our duty. You called us. That is why your word says that the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. Father, it's because there are souls out there that are hungry, that are thirsty for you, but there's just no one. Oh, there, there are fewer people to preach unto them. Father, we pray that Broadway Baptist Church and the church at, at large will be reaching out with your word, turning many unto you, O oh God. We depend on you. We know you can enable us to do this. And we pray, King of glory, that Lord, you will give us the grace that we need. You will give us the enablement that we need. Take away any barrier any barrier, anything that can stand in our way, that can hinder us from making heaven with you, Lord. Empty us from self. Empty us from, from laziness. Empty us, O oh God, from carnality. And help us, O oh God, to focus on you, to, 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 to be praying, to be studying your word, to live our lives as a people, O oh God, who know their God and who know where they are going, who are, who are getting ready for you. We pray that you will not take us, that we will not be taken aback when you come back. Our robes will be white. We'll be prepared. Lord, we, we trust you. We depend on you, Lord. We pray that people will not pass through the church to hell. People will not be in church and miss the rapture. That Lord, we will truly make it when that trumpet shall sound. Holy Spirit, move in our lives. Use us. We are available for you. Pour a new spirit in our lives in our church, in the universal church, oh God, that spirit of revival, do something new, oh God, henceforth. We do not want to be a dead church. We want to be a church that is alive, that is active, that is doing what you called us to do. Oh Lord, we can't do it on our own. We need your grace. We need strength from you. Lord, we resist all principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places that are standing and that are fighting against us, against the church, trying to stop your work. But Lord, we thank you because you won the battle already on the cross. And we know that the enemy is fighting a loose battle. He has lost the battle already. And victory is on our side. And so, Father, have your way in our lives. Have your way in our church. Have your way in our families. Use us as instruments in your hands. And that your name will be glorified. Lord, your word says that everything shall pass away. 
The world shall pass away. The coronavirus shall pass away. Hatred shall pass away. Everything shall pass away. But your word will stand forever. Thank you, Jesus, because we have that assurance in you. And Lord, may we be still praising you and worshiping you when you come back. To you be all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. sanctuary is defined as, as a holy place. And so as we sing this simple chorus, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. It's a prayer, Lord, that through your spirit you would sanctify us, that you would make us holy, make us look more like you. I'm going to invite you to join me as we pray this together. You can stay seated, uh, but wherever you're at, the words will be on your screen. Would you join me as we sing? Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Lord, would you fill us with your spirit? Father, we ask you tonight, we seek you, that you would make us look more like your son, Jesus. Father, mold us into your image. Father, make us holy. God, we love you. We praise you for who you are. It's in Jesus' name. This is an election year. Those that are down the street at City Hall, in Frankfurt, and in Washington, they represent us. We need to be praying for our elected leaders. Miss Cheryl Biddle, you come forward and pray for those that we'll be voting on. Will you pray with me, please? Lord God, I come to you tonight so grateful that I'm in a country where we can elect our officials, Lord. We ask that you put our, your hand over this election that we're all praying about and helping us decide who to vote for. But Lord, I wanna lift our elected officials up to you, Lord, because when we elect them, we just expect them to have all the answers. We just expect it to be easy and smooth sailing for them. 
it's a tough road. It's a hard, long responsibility, Lord. I'm asking you to give them the strength, to give them the knowledge, to give them the people surrounding them who can help guide them in the direction you choose our nation to go. We don't know whether these officials are true believers who really know you or not, Lord. And more importantly than anything else, I ask you to put someone in their path who could help lead them to you because we need our country to go the way you want us to go, Lord. And we're so embarrassed when we ask for things that you don't endorse. We know you don't, Lord, and we still give support to those things. Forgive us when we do that. Lord, I ask you to give them the strength, to give them the knowledge, to be able to carry out the duties that they need to do, but to also give them safety and protection. And not for you, for them just to hear you in the quiet times when things are going smooth, when things are going so well, Lord. But speak to them in times of chaos. Speak to them when your voice is the only thing that can be heard over the troubled times that we're in. Lord, I ask also that you speak to me, that you speak to us, and that any time we start to open our mouths for criticism of that elected official to come out, Lord, that instead of that criticism, let it be a prayer to you, Lord, a prayer for that person, a prayer for their salvation, a prayer for their leadership, and a prayer for our country. Lord, I ask all this in your precious son's name, and I love him so. Amen. If there's something you need to bring to the Father tonight, these microphones are open. So you could go right there, you right there. This will be our last time for open mic. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have come before thy throne to obtain mercy. We want to thank you for the privilege that we have as your children to approach you. God, we know that we cannot come into your presence and live empty-handed. I want to thank you so much for all the prayer requests that have been lifted before thy throne this evening. We thank you because we know that you are listening to us. We thank you because we know that you are faithful enough to answer us. We want to thank you, God, for the leadership of this church. We thank you for the pastor that has made it possible that we could come together as a church to pray. Father, as a church, we recognize that what we are going through right now is not normal. It is a battle, a spiritual battle. We are not fighting against flesh and blood. We're fighting against principalities. We're fighting against powers. We're fighting against rulers 
wickedness in high places. We're fighting against the forces that we do not even understand. And God, we depend on you for victory. God, the psalmist says that even though he walked through the valley of the shadow of death, he will not be afraid because he believed that you were with him. He believed that your rod and your staff was going to comfort him. God, at this moment, even though we walk through the same valley of the shadow of death, because of this deadly virus, we refuse to be afraid. Because you have not given us the spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of a sound mind. God, we want to thank you. Thank you for giving us your Holy Spirit that is in us to comfort us, to teach us, to counsel us, to lead us, to direct us, to instruct us in the way of righteousness for your name's sake. And we pray that in the midst of all of this God, we shall not go astray. We will not believe a lie. We will depend on you. We will listen to you. We'll be able to hear you. Father God in heaven, I want to thank you so much for your spirit as, that is within us, leading and guiding us. We want to thank you for that name that you have given us, the name of Jesus, the name at the mention of which every knee will bow, the name at the mention of which every tongue will confess, whether they like it or not, that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We declare that, or that name, even the virus will bow in the name of Jesus. Coronavirus, we destroy your powers. Coronavirus, we declare that we are not scared of you. Coronavirus, we do not care where, what your source is, where you came from, where you have been. We know that you have come to kill because many have died. You have destroyed a lot of families. You have destroyed nations. You have devastated people. And we know that you are from the enemy. And therefore we refuse. We refuse to condone with anything that has to do with you. We are not scared of you. Because greater is he which is in us than he that is in the world. Coronavirus, we know that you dwell on earth but you have no power over us. Because even though we live here on earth, we are not of the world. We want to thank you, God, for the hope that you have given us. And we pray that every day, God, we will depend on you. We will trust in you. As we step out and as we come back in, we know that you are with us. Father, we want to thank you because you said that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We thank you because you are with us. Your shadow protects us. And as believers, as Christians, Father, we know that in our going out, you will watch over us. I want to thank you for every single member of this church. I pray and I cover every single person that calls themselves a Christian of Broadway Baptist Church. I cover them with the blood of Jesus. I cover our pastor, I cover our leaders, I cover every single, single person with the blood of Jesus. And I declare that they, 
that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Nothing shall in any means harm us. We know where we're heading to. We know that we are pilgrims here on earth. And we will not live in fear. We will trust our God. Because you are still in control. You are still God and you reign. And you will continue to reign till eternity. We want to pray and thank you for everybody that have sacrificed this evening to spend this time in your presence. I pray your blessings, O oh God, to go with every single one of them in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you for the love that your people have for you. God, we pray that we will be that remnant of people. That God, as we come to you, you will have mercy. You will have mercy on the world. Father, we pray for healing. Father, we pray that you put an end to this. God, we surrender that we know nothing. The physicians have failed. The scientists have failed us. Man has failed us. God, you are our only source of hope. Father, we depend on you for a solution to this. Many nations, many nations are protesting. Many are at war. Many people are going hungry. Some are dying. There are many natural disasters that are happening all over the world. God, we pray for these people that you created. Father, these people suffering. God, that you have mercy. Have mercy on your people. You made them in your own image. I know that you love us. You loved us while we were yet sinners. Because you sent your son to come and die for us. Father, I want to thank you because you said that we should cast all our cares onto you. Because you care for us. Father, we're bringing the world that you made back to you. Because God, we know that the solution lies in your own hands. You spoke words and everything was created. You're able to speak again and put an end to whatever is going on here on earth. And we trust in you. Father, that at this point, even as we have come before your throne of grace, that we will obtain mercy, God. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us, God, and say a word that will restore peace, that will restore hope. That God in heaven, we will live and serve you. Father, give us another chance. Give us another chance to be a witness to many that are dying. Many are scared. Many are worried. So many, oh God, are hopeless. So many are depressed. So many, oh God, are sick, even psychologically. And we pray that King of glory, you reach out to them. Jesus, you are the solution. And we pray that we will not keep our mouths shut. Father, I pray for myself that you will help me out to speak up and lead many unto you, that they may find hope in Jesus Christ. You are our only hope. God, we pray and thank you. Again, we thank you for this time. Again, we thank you for our church. Again, we thank you, O oh God, for listening to us. Because we know that by faith you will hear us and you will answer us according to your will. For in Jesus' name we have prayed all these things with thanksgiving. Amen.
first responders serving us. And one of those first responders is Dr. Anthony Fauci, who we see on the news, who gives us updates daily almost. We need to be praying for those that are helping be on the front lines of responding. Robert Mott, will you come forward and help pray for our first responders? Dear Lord, I pray that your blessings be upon our first responders. Guide the men and women on the front lines of crisis, from the newest being trained in the craft of their calling, to our nation's top advisors like Dr. Fauci. Grant them the strength and the stamina to honor the oaths they've taken to help those in need and give them the wisdom they need to perform their duties. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Churches have been closed for weeks. Many folks have gotten out of the habit of going to church, and that is disobeying fifth commandment. We're to keep this day holy. Ralph Wade, will you come pray for not just our church, but all of America's churches? I join with you this evening in thanking the Lord for the wisdom and leadership of your pastor to be aware of God's call to his people to pray. You may not yet know the significance of this gathering this evening, but it is the beginning, really, of something very important in your personal lives, as well as your church life. And then I join with your pastor in thanking you, the people of the Lord here in this place, that you have responded. You've been faithful to come here this evening, and your hearts have been opened and your spirits have been touched. You're aware of God's grace that is still available in the midst of all that's going on that seems to be so destructive, destructive of life, destructive of communities, even destructive of the church. These days when the church has been interrupted, our gathering times have been interrupted uh, the, the church will pay for it in, in lots of ways, though you are responding uh, to the social and uh, governmental atmosphere. Churches, let me share several thoughts with you with regard to the church of our Lord. We must not forget 
that Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. Dear Lord, there is no other. As Peter said long ago, Lord, Lord, to whom would we go? You're the only one who has the words of life. You're the only giver of life. Our lives belong to you and your grace. And Lord, you said, I'll build my church. Thank you for including us. Thank you for the church in this world. Not, not, not the buildings as, as beautiful and important as they may be. Not that temple out there in the wilderness, nor the temple Solomon built. But the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit of God in the lives of the redeemed. Thank you. Thank you. As it was in Eden long ago. My heart breaks as I share with you, and you know this, that the church is visited regularly and often by Satan himself. We read about it throughout the New Testament, especially how he comes and divides and kills. We've been there. We've seen it. You know about it. I know about it. But praise be unto God that in Christ he comes to seek and to save those who are lost. And he comes to restore us to the joy of his salvation. We thank you for that, Lord. Don't please please don't ever forsake us. We we have that tendency and we turn our backs on you. But you are faithful. And though you could be very impatient with us and though you could say no to us. You don't. You invite us. You put your arms around us. You tell us again and again, I love you. I love you. We, we don't understand that. But we thank you for your love and grace to us. Repentant and restored, the church, that is you and I, are commissioned to preach the gospel, to witness to our risen living Lord, his return. Help us to be faithful ambassadors in this world, Lord. And he who promised to build his church is present and powerful and overcoming of death and hell. Praise be unto our Lord Christ. And he stands now 
as recorded in Scripture and as realized throughout the pages of history. And even now, he stands at the door of his church, in the presence of his people, to say what needs to be said to our world and to our society. Whosoever will, let him come and take of the water of life freely. Again, Lord, thank you for the gathering of your people here in this place. And may it be the beginning of that which will bring honor and glory unto you and embracing those who are near us and far away from us, bringing them to the Lord Christ, in whose name I pray. Amen. We're going to close out this evening, this night of prayer. Miss Sherry Osmond will invite her to come up. This will be our final prayer. And when she's done, she says, Amen, you're dismissed. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for this night um, where we have just been able to come together as a body of believers. Dear Lord, that we have that freedom here in the United States. And I just thank you and praise you for that. Dear Lord, I just, um, Dear Lord, I thank you, um, even though I'm so unworthy, that you choose to use me, um, dear Lord, within this church. And Jesus, um, it's just so humbling tonight to sit on the um, pew and just to hear um, so many godly people that you've just placed among us, um, dear Lord, to teach our children, to teach us. Um, dear Lord, I just thank you and I just praise you um, just for the strength that you have put within this church with the body of believers that you have placed together, dear Lord. And I just pray that you will just um, bring us together um, just as a unified um, church, dear Lord, that you will just um, hear our cries, dear Lord, and our desire um, just for healing of our land. Um, Jesus, as you just know that um, it's not just physical healing, but there's so many spiritual battles, um, as Pascal and said, um, Jesus, that um, are being fought that we are unaware of, um, Jesus. And, and I just wanted to um, read a Bible verse um, that, that I thought of, um, Jesus, that you put in the Bible in Exodus 15:26. He said, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all of his decrees, I will bring, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I'm the Lord who heals you. And Jesus, we just know, um, dear Lord, as we just heard testimony tonight about Sullivan and his healing, Jesus, we know the power of your healing with Benjamin in our own personal lives. Jesus, we just know that you healed throughout the entire Bible. And so we just pray, not just for physical healing, Jesus, as this um, pandemic is just, um, it's, 
definitely once in our lifetimes that we've never experienced and we don't know how to respond. And it, it is scary and it's fearful. And um, dear Lord, just so many people are responding in different ways as we hunker down and we gather supplies and do all these things that we know to do within our own hands. But really, um, you hold our lives in your hands, Jesus. And so we just pray that you will help us to give you our lives to use, um, dear Lord, with the people that we're around, with the influences that we have, with our children, like John said, um, Jesus, that people are just watching our actions as believers, as professed Christians among the people that we work with. Um, Jesus, they're watching, um, dear Lord, that if we do have faith in you, um, if we have faith in these uncertain situations, it's just so easy to be secure in your love, Jesus, when everything is good and um, dear Lord, everything is normal, um, but with these uncertain times, dear Lord, um, just with everything, um, dear Lord, we just pray that you will just give us a peace that passes all understanding and that we will, um, dear Lord, be able to show that peace to others and people will wonder why we have peace, dear Lord, and they will, um, will have opportunities to share your love. And um, dear Lord, uh, another uh, Bible verse in Romans 8, 28, it says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. And so Jesus, even though um, it's just, it's devastating, um, not just here in the United States, but around the world, dear Lord, in places like India, where the uh, population is just so concentrated and so on top of one another, where there's not enough resources, where there's not enough even just clean medical and hospital beds, um, dear Lord. And as we approach that here in Texas and so many other places not having beds, we just pray that you will work, you know, this pandemic for your good um, and for your glory, dear Lord, that um, the church will come alive, um, dear Lord, and that we will not be disabled by fear, um, but you will strengthen us. And dear Lord, we will, we will just be able to witness and people will search for you that have not thought of you in years, that people will be brought to you that have not, do not know you, Jesus, that have not attended church, but because of fear and because of uncertainty and because of um, just, just being scared, dear Lord, that you will just pull them to you, dear Lord, and they will ask questions and they will ask people that they know that are Christians that are in their lives, that they will ask them those questions. And we pray that you will just give us the words to say that will, um, dear Lord, help them to be led to you, dear Lord, and that this pandemic will not be remembered in history as thousands and thousands of people have died, but a revival that will break out within the church, dear Lord, and within our world and within our country as, um, dear Lord, so often we, we, we are so guilty, um, Jesus, of not doing the things that we should do um, individually and, and just even as following you as Americans, um, dear Lord, just really turning our backs on um, what the dollar says in God we trust, dear Lord. So many people don't put their trust in you. And so we pray that um, that you will use this situation for good, dear Lord, and that people will be pulled to you. We pray that it starts here in our church tonight. Jesus, that you will just um, have revival break out. We pray, dear Lord, for the people that you have placed for us in our protection, dear Lord, for our police officers. We pray that um, that you will just encourage them, um, dear Lord, and just give them strength, dear Lord, especially the believing officers that love you and trust you. We pray that you will just 
um, strengthen them, dear Lord, in their faith, protect their families as they are living in fear also, Jesus, and um, just so many people and so many leaders are being targeted, and so we just pray um, for their protection and for guidance, dear Lord, and like, like I said before, I just pray that, um, dear Lord, even though we're so unworthy, Lord, I'm the most unworthy Jesus, and um, and yet you choose to use us, and so I just um, praise you, dear Lord, for your love and for your forgiveness, um, and dear Lord, even though we're so unworthy, and so we pray that you will just um, guide us, Jesus, and that you will um, just show us what you want us to do, dear Lord, as we follow you, and we, um, dear Lord, just let our light shine um, on a mountain, dear Lord, that people will be drawn to that light, Jesus, and that when they're drawn to that, that we'll let them see you and tell us, just give us um, strength and give us, um, give us um, a fortitude of, um, dear Lord, just um, boldness um, to proclaim um, your love, Jesus, and, and your goodness and your, um, your salvation, Jesus, to all of the nations. And we love you, and we just thank you, and we praise you for the ability to come here tonight um, and to gather in your name. And dear Lord, we just thank you for hearing us. Dear Lord, we thank you for loving us. Amen.